0: Welcome to the Spiritual Gifts Podcast. I'm Sam Jackson, Gateway Redlands Campus Pastor, joined by my good friend and co-host,
1: Sarah Watterson, the
0: care pastor of Gateway. I think you're really enjoying saying that.
1: I know. I'm really getting into it. I'm kind of feeling the whole care pastor role okay. kind of I'm, thing I'm going. pleased to hear that. Do you like it's that? It's kind of do like you <laughs> your like... <laughs> job here. <so laughs> Seeing as I dream, do the job, it's yeah. It's important
0: that you feel, I know, feel it. But yeah.
1: it flows quite well. Do you think that's Sarah Watterson, yeah, care it's pastor? It's good. Yeah, yeah going yeah, with it. I like it.
0: I like it. Keep, keep at it. You do a good job of it. Not just saying it. Hey, let's get on track here. Amen. Uh, we are looking at the spiritual gift of discernment today. Mm. And before we introduce our guest, why don't you give us a, a bit of a, a biblical picture Yeah, this
1: this is a good one. This is a good one because I think people can look at it and kind of go, okay, well, you know, is this just kind of, oh, you got a feeling about stuff or is this actually more? And I think the Bible really shows us that, yeah, there's a lot more to this than just kind of having a feeling about something. Mm -hmm. And um, in John, in 1 John, it talks how, we need to test every spirit to kind of see, is this of God or is this not of God? And I love the story um, in Acts where it talks about how the, the young girl was following Jesus, um, not Jesus, sorry, following Paul, mm. and um, was saying, you know, was was speaking out words. And he turned around and said, you know, in the name of Jesus, stop. Mm. Because he had that discernment to know mm. That she wasn't. Uh, that wasn't a good spirit that mm. she had. So that's an example of the discernment, and it's it's not just a feeling; it's something more that's actually mm. a gift. I think yeah. is what we're talking about today.
0: Absolutely, it starts to uh, get into that mysterious territory. Like I've had friends who have who have said they they can see into the spiritual realm. I, th- mm. I think that's pretty commonly accepted among Bible following, Bible believing Christians that there is a realm out there that most of us can't see. Yes, and there's activity happening in that ah. realm. And uh, and so to, to be able to see it is one thing, to be able to discern uh, yeah. what's going on behind what we can't see in the realm that we can't see. Really
1: important. Really
0: important. Yeah. And uh, to that end, what a great intro <laughs> to our special guest, Sav Cameron. Woo, Thanks so much woo. for joining us today.
2: Yeah. Oh, wow. It's great to be here with you both.
0: Excellent. Uh, tell us, you're sitting in that seat because you have this gift of discernment.
2: I do. How discerning of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can tell I don't. Anyway, uh,
0: tell us, man, I mean- mm. This this would be like I, I think about if I had, if I if God give me did give me this gift I I think if I can say it in sort of common language I'd be freaking out in the early stages. Tell us how this started out for you, how it all began. Did you freak out? Uh,
2: yeah, <laughs> often. Um, just to give a bit of context, um, you just mentioned earlier. About how you have friends who say it's about being able to see into the spiritual realm, mm-hmm. and is accepted by Bible-believing, mm-hmm. you know, people. I would say it's worldly accepted that right. there is a yeah. spiritual realm. Mm-hmm. So I actually grew up in the Buddhist, um, in the Buddhist faith before I converted to Christianity, mm-hmm. and we dwell in the spirit realm all of the time. Mm-hmm. And I grew up in Asia where there's um, spirit worship,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
2: and there's. Um, yeah, we went to temples there. So it's quite normal for someone like myself to grow up and being aware of that at an early age. Mm. So when I became a Christian, it wasn't like oh, now I'm a Christian, discernment all of a sudden is something different to what I've always kind of grew up mm. because I do believe that God intrinsically gives us these gifts as he created us, whether we know him or have um, professed our faith in him yet or not, um, We we are given these gifts. Mm. And of course, as all gifts, they get developed and Mm. recognised over time. So for me, as a Christian, then recognising this gift would have been, oh man, I was like... Fourteen. I was mm. at a school disco, and yes, they still do exist, <laughs> and I believe. <laughs> um, and They're making since, a comeback. <laughs> and and I was at this disco, and it was kind of like feeling like something was not quite right in the room. You know, it's not mm. just a bad music that was playing; that wasn't right. <laughs> but it's actually more than that. And I saw like a group of friends who just seemed a bit odd and strange. And and for me, it just felt like. Um, something that was deeper that was happening. I was saying to my friends, like, what's going on here? Like, do you sense that? No, nah, it's just, this it's just that. And I'm like, no, I think there's something deeper going on. And I remember in the moment, um, praying to God and say, God, I don't really know what this feels like. Cause it felt uncomfortable and it felt a bit strange and, um, more like chills down your spine kind mm-hmm. of feel. And, um, yeah, and I just remember the Lord just saying to me, you know, greater that he is in you than he is in the world. Mm. And um, I think this is First John. And... I was praying that because it felt like there was an extra force that was happening at the time. And later on, um, you know, I go outside and I find this same group of friends uh, having like a full on seance, right. like, mm. right. And they, they are tapping into the spiritual realm, asking and inviting spirits to tell them something. Mm. And um, in that moment I was able to go over to them and ask them. I, I wasn't afraid. Cause I mean, I grew up in Asia where we yeah. probably saw a few things and, um, I was like, what are you guys doing? And yeah, that's probably when I first mm. knew um, that there was a little bit of this kind of discernment yeah. that wasn't just bad music, but actually something else going on. And sure enough, there was. So,
0: so how did, what does that look mm. like the, like now? Like you're you're only a little bit older than 14, I yeah, know. but um I think so. so only a few <laughs> years have passed since then. But uh, what's it look like sort of day to day now? What does what the exercising of this gift look like for the building up of the church?
2: Yeah, look, for me, I probably describe it like what Sarah's saying is more than an intuition. It's not just, oh, I have a feeling about something. It's actually something that I would say, um, for example, like I'll go to a party and you observe conversations, you're part of conversations. And on a drive home, my husband and I would just have a chat about the party. I'm like, oh, did you notice this? And did you hear that that was said? He's like, what are you talking about? And then he would also say to me now that, you know, there's this uncanny ability to see behind the person and what is presenting at the time, but I kind of seek the line of truth. So there's something that's not that, yeah, that you sense and perceive. So you, you kind of look for that. So it looks a little bit like someone who's a lawyer, someone who works in intelligence. It's kinda of like you just have this kind of sixth sense about right. things. Yeah. Um, it's not that weird, but it is <laughs> it is a bit like that. Um look for me, I think for the church, it's probably more about um, you know, uh being longing for God's presence. Mm. Because sometimes you think about the spiritual realm and the Bible talks about the evil spirits or demonic evil ones and it, it can sound a little bit scary and out mm. there, mm. you know, but really I think the gift of this sermon is given to us when we walk closely with the Father, we, we know what his presence feels like. So anything contrary to the truth, mm. anything contrary to his peace becomes the other yeah. that you sense and you discern. So for me, I think what would be a gift to the church and what my encouragement would be is to... Walk closely with the father. Yeah, sure. Seek after his presence, because knowing his presence well, you the gift of discernment comes to the fore, because yeah. you'll be able to sense the other. Yeah.
1: So obviously, this is a pretty powerful gift to actually have. But how would you say you steward that gift? Because you can sense that feeling of okay, this is happening, Mm -hmm. what do you do with that when you sense that something's a bit off? (laughs) You know, it's one thing to kind of go and you're telling your husband, but if we're in a church setting and you discern that there's something that's really, you know, a bit off here, how do you steward that?
2: Yeah, I would say um, often people with a gift of discernment gets misunderstood if you don't steward well. You kind of just go and say stuff you know, I think this is what's happening. And um, people are like, hey, what's going on? I, I kind of feel like the way to it really well is first, like I said, just kind of go to scripture and see what scripture says about it. Um, it's to probably find someone else um, who has that gift of discernment, um, someone That's who good. may be developing that more with, more than you and walk alongside them and test out the situation with them and say, hey, I'm feeling this, this is what you're feeling too because the Word of God says, you know, there's confirmation in, in these things. It's yes. not just a one-person thing. So um, I would say is to walk closely with God, Mm. Walk alongside others who have this gift discern things together and also I think there's a level of submission to what you're feeling so sometimes it's it's a bit hard like when you feel those things you're like is it just me and often it is <laughs> you know you and maybe two others in the room so sometimes you have to have wisdom with that so yes. where do you seek that wisdom from you would go to your leaders about that test it with them you know ask them to pray just like any other gift I would mm. say you mm. you don't just kind of sprouted out there, if you're unsure, you're just mm. able to steward well by just, I guess, submitting yourself to leadership, submitting yourself to the Word of God and That's and good. then test it out. Exactly.
0: What about outside of the church, Sav? Like yeah. um, you said when you go to parties, I'm assuming that <laughs> some of the parties you go to aren't, you know, always savoury Christian celebrations.
2: <laughs> what are you saying there, No, Sam? nothing at all. I'm not saying anything at all. Um Sure. <laughs> I did work in hospitality yeah, for many years. <laughs> yeah. uh, what, what is,
0: does this gift have a place uh, outside of the church? Oh, or yeah. what, what's it look like?
2: Yeah, it absolutely does. I think in the workplace for me, it's about when you, because God gives you this sense of presence, his presence that you're able to discern something that's different. When you're in your workplace, for example, if it's not in the church and, um, well, it doesn't matter where it is actually, your workplace, you, you sense something's not quite mm. right. You, you then go to the father about that. Like Jesus does that. You know, he goes to the Father. Yeah. I only see and do what the Father says. Yeah. So that would be my first encouragement is do that and then go, okay, if there is, um, let's say there is a conflict happening in the workplace and you are part of that or you sense that's what's happening, you're able to then bring discernment into the faith. I'm sensing this is what's happening. How can I help? How can I bring peace? How do I bring solutions? How do I offer support? where it's needed. I think that's what the gift of discernment does. It's not just declaring the truth. It's actually discerning the truth and then offering hope towards that truth for the person. I think it looks like in relationships, you know, if you sense someone's not quite well or not themselves, you discern that. Some people go, oh, I didn't realise, I didn't notice that person was downcast in some way. But something in your spirit discerns that even though the person is smiling. You're able to inquire after them, and they're able to offer support and care in the way that you may not have because you haven't quite discerned it. Mm. And, um, yeah, I think that's, that's how it's kind of outworked. I think mm. in the church it's um, being able to shift an atmosphere that's happening. Mm. Um, sometimes it's not solely up to you. You know, we are a body, so we need all of us to do yeah. and shift atmosphere. Yeah. But if you send the atmosphere and discern something that's going on, that you actually know that the Lord has something else in mind, you're mm. able to kind of speak into that and say, hey, I, I feel like we can go in this direction. And you do that, of course, with someone else, with yeah. your leader or with a trusted person because it's not just you doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love
0: that, Sav. I think that's reiterating a common theme across mm. all of these spiritual gifts, across all these podcasts mm. that, you know, if I have not love, I have nothing. And and I've been on the receiving end of people claiming to discern who have, who have attacked mm. sure. and been quite aggressive and quite um, critic, criticising and all that sort of thing but I've also been on the receiving end of discernment that is geared towards love and towards encouragement and wanting to, when, when the discernment has been, there's something not quite right. Yeah. Um, and so uh, what we know of you is you're certainly the latter and uh, we're <laughs> thankful for it. I, I wonder whether people listening to this podcast, I don't wonder whether people are listening mm-hmm. to this podcast, who <laughs> this yeah. gift has uh, has come up in their, sure. their short list yeah, of great. potential gifts. Um, I wonder whether you would like to pray for them.
2: Yeah, sure. Can I just say one last thing yeah, go before for I it. pray? <laughs> yeah. I, I do want to say that every gift that comes from God needs to produce fruit that is godly mm. and. Like So discernment is one of those precarious ones because Mm -hmm. you do sense the opposite of Mm -hmm. what's going on sometimes Mm -hmm. and it's difficult to put those things into words that actually bring life. So I think there's a skill in how to do that. So I would say those who do have this gift, work hard on those things, Mm -hmm. you know, work hard on, is this going to be life-giving, what I'm about to say and share? Is it going to build the church, the Mm -hmm. people? Does it point people to Jesus? Does it draw people to Jesus? Because if it doesn't, you're just kind of stating a fact. Um, but the gift of discernment is there to build the church. Yeah, that's and That's really good. That's so, a great note to pray. Yeah. Great. That's great. Um, Father, I just want um, to know you more. So I pray for our listeners and for myself that you'll help us to be more like Jesus mm-hmm. and um, to see you. Um, to see what you see in every situation. So, today, God, as we talked about discernment, we pray, God, that it is your intentions in mind that we have when we sense these things and as we deliver the message to people. Holy Spirit, empower us to discern and to speak words of life that bring healing, freedom, and transformation for people. Help us um, to become more in tune with what is on your heart so that when people encounter us, they also encounter you,
0: Jesus. Yeah. I pray in Jesus' name. Yeah. Amen. 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 Sav, so, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you, Sarah. Thanks thank so much you. for having me.